Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Now, the church as a throne of God must operate in unity, must operate in oneness, must operate in agreement, in cooperation, for no throne, no throne, no legitimate throne, no legitimate authority, human or divine, smiles at dissent or division or discord. Amen. There has to be agreement. Amen. Remember again, we are dealing with the church. We are dealing with the throne. We are dealing with the king. And where the throne is, there has to be agreement. There has to be unity. Because legitimate authority, the throne of God, even human throne, frowns at dissent. Frowns at, you know, somebody that says, I don't want to do it. You know, I don't like that. Hmm? Or I have an objection. So, because there has to be agreement at the place of the throne. Human thrones or heavenly thrones, there is order. There is orderliness. There is discipline. There are principles. There are processes. There are protocols. The church as a throne of God must operate in unity, must operate in oneness, must operate in agreement, in cooperation, in order to command divine power with endless possibilities. So for us to command such power with endless possibilities, there must be agreement. There must be unity. There must be cooperation. So when Jesus Christ said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, endless possibilities, it can only be where what? Unity is. You get that? It can only be where there is oneness, where there is cooperation, where there is agreement. Such power is not possible where there is division. So how can the church, how can the church come to to a place of agreement? How can the church come to a place of agreement? How can the church come to a place of agreement? The church must come to the place of agreement. The church must come to the place of agreement, must come together to the throne. For the church to come to the place of agreement, the church must come together to the throne. 
Let me say that again. How can the church come to a place of agreement? How? The church must come to the place of agreement. Where is the place of agreement? That is the throne. Because the throne frowns at disagreement. Amen. The throne frowns at division. The throne has to be together. That's the only way the throne operates. So for the church to come to a place of agreement, for the church to be in agreement, to experience agreement, the church must come to the place of agreement, must come together to the throne. Let me say that again. How can the church come to a place of agreement? How can the church come to a place of agreement? How? The church must come to the place of agreement. Must come to the place of agreement. Where is this place of agreement? They must come together to the throne. This is what Jesus means by what he says in the next verse. Now, the next verse, verse 20, explains that. Verse 20, Matthew 18, 24. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Amen. If it's just you alone, you don't need to agree nor disagree. If it's just you alone, it's just you alone. You don't need to agree or not disagree. But if it's with some other persons, then there is a need for agreement. There is a need for unity. Agreement does not happen in a vacuum. Without communication, without connection, without conversation, without constant contact, without communion. For us, without communion, it goes beyond conversation. For us, it's also communion. It's heart to heart. Amen. Mm. It goes beyond communication, connection, conversation. All of that is important. Constant contact, but also for us is communion. Communion of the Holy Ghost. Communion of the brethren. The question of unity or agreement will be difficult to achieve without those things. Amen. For we are two or three are gathered together in my name, under my authority, under my directorship. I will create agreement. I will create agreement. God creates agreement. God is the one that creates agreement. Why? Because his people come together. Now, listen to this. You are more likely to be of the same perspective, to be of the same perception, to be of the same disposition, even to be of the same action with another person if you have the same or similar exposure and experience. Let me say that again. You are more likely to be of the same perspective, perception, disposition, even action with another person if you have the same or similar exposure and experience. I usually give this example. Let me give this example. This is an example of husband and wife. It could also be, you know, just any kind of relationship, siblings, you know, your friend or whatever, you know, but husband and wife, you find out that, you know, you, you go to the store, you go to the market to buy something, and uh, the husband decides to say, okay, I got some things to do. I will sit in the car. So the wife goes to the store and comes back two hours later. Oh, my God. Wow, you said one hour. Why? Two hours. I can't even reach you on the phone. Why are you so busy? You'll be so, so frustrated, so, so infuriated. It's like, nah, 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 nah. Now, if this same guy 
had gone with the wife and had been through the same process hmm, of trying to figure out what to buy. Oh, this one is too expensive. Oh, this one is not so good. Oh, this one is too big. Oh, this one is too tiny. Oh, this one doesn't look good. Oh, by the way, no, you just, I can't find anything. Oh, go over there, go over there, go over there. And then, haven't been through all of that, then you get to the counter. There is a long counter. Huh? And you say, oh, my husband will kill me today. Huh? If your husband was with you all along, who shut up his mouth, won't say nothing because he's, ex- he's exposed to the same thing and he's experiencing the same thing, the action that he would take would be completely different. But because he's not there, then he's saying something different. Amen. When we come together, hmm, we are exposed to the same thing. We have the same experience. Amen. Because at the throne, we don't just receive from the Lord. We also share with one another. Amen. We give and receive. So, this agreement does not happen in a vacuum. doesn't happen in a vacuum. There has to be connect, connection. There has to be constant contact. There has to be communication. There has to be communion. There has to be experience together in the same place. Amen. The Lord give you understanding in Jesus' name. Now, the church has the throne of God on earth. Our father, the king, loves to gather his children together around his throne. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30 says, Come to me, all you will labor and are heavily laden. I will give you rest. Come to me, I will give you rest. The Lord wants us to come to him. He wants us to gather. He wants us to come around him. He wants us to be with him. He wants to be with us. The Lord wants to be with his people. The Lord wants his people to be with him. Oh, gather my sins together unto me. Those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice, bring them to me. Hallelujah. So the Lord brought them to Mount Sinai to experience the same thing. You are more likely to be of the same perspective perception, disposition, and action with another person if you have the same or similar exposure and experience. But let's start from Hebrews chapter 4. Let's start from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. Let us therefore be diligent. Let us therefore be diligent. Now, if you read from verse 1, you will discover that the Lord by the Spirit is talking about is speaking of the experience of his people at Sinai. So he say, let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Lest anyone, lest anyone, meaning in order not to fall according to the same example of disobedience. So enter the rest so you won't fall. Enter the rest so, so you will get to the place of rest. So what is this rest that the Lord is talking about? Meaning, enter his presence. Come into his presence. Let's be at his presence. Let's be at his throne. So that we can lay hold of the rest that he has reserved for us. For Israel, he reserved a rest for them in Canaan. or He reserved something that he had already 
prepared for them in Canaan. And the Lord wanted them to enter his rest, to come into his presence, to experience him. He wanted to show them the ways. He wanted to show them the principles. He wanted to show them the processes, the order, the orderliness of his worship so that they would know him and be able to get to what he already prepared for them. So the Lord is saying to us also, let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Amen. Let's be diligent to enter the presence of God, um, lest anyone uh, fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two sword, um, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight. But all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.